Welcome to the Be an Athlete podcast. I am your host, Jason Barnett, Assistant Athletic Director of Lavana County High School. Coming today with part three of our communication series. Today we're going to talk about athletic directors and how we can be better communicators with our community and talk a little too about how our community can be better communicators with our athletic department. So I'm going to start off with a little bit of an insight here. <laughs> this is probably the fourth and a half time I have tried to create this episode. Uh, I definitely make sure that I go back and listen and want it to be something productive, something that I'm not really just you know throwing out there, making sure that it's getting the point across that I want. And each of the ones that I've done so far really haven't kind of hit the nail on the head as far as how I wanted it to go. And then I kind of just stumbled upon it too, going through some of the things that we have done here uh, just in school this year and in the athletic department and what as well. And one of the continuing or the just general themes was just, I mean, keep it simple. Let's just go ahead and talk about the things that are noticeable in an athletic department, things that help us become more noticeable. And I just... I just think that laying it out as far as how we can be better at this, it's really all we need because at some point it becomes a little too preachy and that's not really what we're trying to go for here. And I really noticed that, I guess, in the past couple of times I've tried to go through this and that's not the goal of this. The goal is to provide information. The goal is to be helpful. And that's what we're going to try and do today. So let's just jump right in it. And I'm going to start out by saying again, I am in no way an expert in this field. I am not, you know, as as well versed or schooled as most athletic directors in our area. I'm really not even the head athletic director. That's, you know, Mr. Scott Morris who has done a really really great job of just allowing me the opportunity to find out a lot of things, grow into the position and you know, create my own, I guess, backbone, spine, whatever it is, the heart of what I think are some important things that I have noticed in these past two and a half years. So let's just go ahead and jump into this. And please remember, this is not me telling you this is how it is. These are just some of the things that I've noticed and some of the things that have stood out to me as far as what we want to do in the athletic department and how we want to promote ourselves in the athletic department. So first, I just want to say, for those of you that are listening that are in you know, the athletic community, this doesn't necessarily just reflect the activities director or an administrator. Some of these things can actually just be transferred to what you do as a coach, what you do as you know, someone in a position of leadership. And the first thing that I'm going to do is try and remind myself is that as the athletic director in this position of the department, it is our job to remember that we are the source of our overall communication. The communication that we want to put out is not there just to be, you know, productive for us. We are the source of the communication that goes out to our coaches. Our coaches need to be the model for what it is that we want to communicate in the athletic department. And I'm sure that most activities directors or athletic directors, I think they all know that 
the first source, the first line of communication that we need to make sure is extremely positive in our community needs to be with our coaches. Our coaches have to be going in the same direction as what, as what we are. And I have noticed that in the past two and a half years, this is also the line of communication where most of the conflict occurs. And it usually occurs because there's a coach that's not going in the same direction, not someone that is promoting the ideals and the, the values of what an athletic dir- director wants in a program in a department that's just kind of spread throughout because if that's spread out through our coaches then that goes out to our players who are executing those core values and beliefs and then the community who comes out and attends the events or you know speaks to their student athletes when they come home they can then hear what those values are and the communication level that you started as an athletic director now has made its way to all four groups. That's the important part that we have to start with and have to remember too that there may be conflicts at times. And if they are, it is our job as the lead communicator in this to have that conversation with those that may not understand or may not be going in the same direction as what you want to do in this position. And I'll pivot off of that by saying that the communication that a director or an administrator or whomever, the communication needs to be visible to our community. This is one of the things that I have fully invested in, especially since there's a there's a lot of tools that are available to uh, athletic directors. Uh, we use you know multiple web pages. We use our social media. We've even got to the point now where our web page can help bridge the gap and build better communication through you know the the apps that send out messages we can send out alerts but the main thing is is that when you are trying to communicate it needs to be extremely visible right if it's a web page there's a ton of helpful information like for instance on our web page we have the registration form we have the VHSL physical two things that you must have in order to participate we have you know Frequently asked questions are going to be coming up because there's a lot of misinformation, I think, about what happens in the athletic department. So we want to put those out there as well. The student handbook is there. There's so much helpful information that people can gather about your athletic department if you have used them within your web pages. And obviously, of course, the scheduling and you know the team itself, those things can be built through the web page. But I will say this. As helpful as a web page can be to provide information, it can also be extremely negative. It can be negative as far as are you continuously uploading things up there? Do your coaches use those to provide information? And what happens if you have three or four coaches that are using it and being extremely productive with it, but then you have five or six that just refuse or don't want to? That's where as an athletic director, I'll go back to what I said before, is that You are the overall source of communication. And if this is what you expect your coaches to do, we need to do those things together. It does not need to be, hey, basketball is doing this, but I'm not seeing it from volleyball. And that's where you get a whole lot of the conflict and a lot of uh, miscommunication as far as what's being sent out and the message you're sending to your public.
And again, speaking of being public, it's the social media that we have tried to invest our time in to be able to promote our activities, our athletics, you know, saying the great things that we're seeing and that we're doing, trying to let people know about games, providing information using our social media about where they can buy tickets because a lot of what we're doing now is going to be done online. There's so many positives that come out of social media. I will also say, too, again, athletic directors, be prepared for the negative. If you are communicating these things and you're communicating about two or three specific programs and you're not communicating as well about others, people notice that. People recognize that. And it's a very touchy subject. And again, I told you before, I don't really want to get preachy as far as what this episode becomes, but... A lot of people spend their time scrolling and searching, looking for the mistake, looking for a way to point out that you've done something wrong. In this position, I have really had to understand and realize that that's how communication works. For some people, it's going to be that line of communication that makes them feel as if they're a part of it. But at the same time, too, you have to remember the good that you're doing by providing the information vastly outweighs the negatives that come up in those types of situations. And really another way that you can just absolutely have your vision and level of communication be visible to the community is just being at the games. Are you visible as an administrator? Are you visible as an athletic director? And when you're there, are you someone that is approachable? Are you someone that is going to have an open line of communication? If people want to just say hello, is that something that you're allowing? Are you too busy, worried about everything that's going on? Again, how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, I have noticed is a very important line of communication. Again, it may not be the spoken word, but a lot of what we can see is, you know, as as the saying goes, it's written all over your face. Sometimes that allows people to feel comfortable enough to start a line of communication. Maybe they didn't really know a lot about what was going on here in, ath- in athletics, but because you're approachable, because you have the ability to have a conversation, start a conversation, or be willing to invest in a conversation, again, seeing that and being that out in public helps build better lines of communication. And again, those personal interactions are going to help spread your message, your core values about what is important here in your athletic department. What are the guiding you know, ideals? What are the forces that drive what we want to get across? Once you start the line of communication, it just spreads infinitely as far as the types of things that you can then discuss. If you discuss something with a parent, that parent is going to talk to either their child or someone that's in the stands, and they're going to give feedback about that interaction, about that line of communication. It's up to us, again, as the source of the overall communication to make sure that those lines of communication remain extremely positive. And I did touch on it a little bit, but in this role, I think that sometimes listening is just as valuable as a way of communicating as what it is that you say. 
take the time to invest in those conversations and those interactions. That helps build that positive line of communication for sure. Please remember too that when you're investing in these conversations and these interactions, regardless of what part of the community we are, whether it's your athletes, recognize that these athletes are more than just players. Recognize that these coaches, when you have that line of communication, are more than just what they do winning and losing. And for families, remember, they're more than just a ticket that has been bought or something that has been sold in the concession stand. There is so much more to that interaction and what that person can bring to an entire athletic department. Focus on those things. You see those things. Trust me, that allows you to then use those interactions to help continue to promote this ideal and this positivity throughout your entire department. Now, one of the other things that I've really noticed is that it is important to make sure that in this role as an administrator, as a director, you need to make sure that there is a clear and distinct line of communication. Now, that does not mean everybody in the community is going to follow that line of communication, but you should have one and it should follow a progression. You know, if there is something that needs to be brought up and discussed, the first place that those members of the community should go is directly to the coach of that program of what it is that they have a question for and if that coach doesn't have an answer or maybe it's not something that can work out with just the coach then you go to your athletic director then you're going to go to your principal and you know by that point hopefully everything has worked out but if not then we can go to you know maybe your superintendent or a member of the school board but in no way do I think that Anything positive is going to come from jumping a line of progression. Uh, follow the line of progression, work your way through it, and try and understand that your goal for this needs to be a way to help a student athlete or help a family better understand. It's not necessarily to have a conversation to show everyone why you're right. And that goes to your office is not a place where people just come to vent. That should not be what an athletic director or a coach, that should not be the only line of communication. Venting is allowed. There needs to be a place for it. It helps people in certain situations, but don't allow your place that you spend the majority of your time just be a place where people can come to vent. There has to be something positive that comes out of what these conversations end up being. And the more that we allow ourselves to just find that space as a space to vent, the less you're going to be able to build positive communication or positive relationships in that room because everyone's going to see that room or your office as a negative place. And that's not really what we want. And the other thing, too, is that your office has to be the central location of your communication. And when that happens... One of the things that we have also found has been very beneficial here is that a lot of times when people want to have a conversation, there are a lot of emotions that are involved. Maybe it's because of their own child or maybe it's because they have an extreme you know, loyalty to a certain program or a special place for you know, things the way that they used to be. But one of the things that I have found and have just absolutely – 
understood the reasoning why is that I do think too, as an administrator, you should create a 24 hour rule. Most of the time when there's a conversation that needs to be had, if you have it directly in the moment, nothing's going to end up being solved or figured out. It's really just an opportunity for someone to just get out what they want to get out and then that's it and then we move on. That's not really a place to grow. There's not a place for us to figure out why is this important to this part of the community? Is this something that is bigger than this part of the community? The more that we have a chance to sit down and prepare and have a conversation about it, the more productive that line of communication becomes. So I would fully invest, if you haven't done so already, invest in a 24-hour rule. Invest in that being program-wide, that being department-wide, so that people understand, not because you want to just wait and let them cool down, but because the goal is to try and make it a productive conversation. And the more we take out the emotional part, that gives us a better opportunity to then come to an understanding or finding better solutions for what's already happening. And the last thing is this, and this is really more something that I have really believed in and I've, I've felt this way as a coach. I've felt this way you know, now in this role as well, but please let your communications be proactive. The more reactive we are in our communication, the more emotions become involved knee-jerk reactions, you're you know, giving something directly right away without a chance to process, without a chance to think, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're never going to happen. I personally, I, I do much better when I have an opportunity to put out my thoughts, write some things down, know what it is that we're talking about, because when it just happens right there in that moment, you're going to just, you know, it's that fight or flight type situation. And we really don't want to use that to be our problem solving technique. But I would say that our problem solving techniques can be built through a strong support system. Our community has fantastic members that are willing to listen, that are willing to talk, provide ideas, and be a support structure for not just an athletic director, but for an athletic department. And I have noticed that I think the best way to do that is to build in all directions. Build your line of communication in multiple directions. Build the communication above what it is that you're doing, whether that's your principal or your superintendent. Have a line of communication with them that allows for positive and negative feedback so that you can learn, so that you can grow, because that's going to help build your communication through those that have a much wider base of people that they speak to and people that they you know, provide information for. The next place you need to look are those that are working within your department. Look, at your, look into your coaches. They are your messengers. They're the ones that are providing the message to the athletes, to their members of the community, as far as whatever they have to do within their own programs. They are a vital part of your communication support. And then you also need to build your communication outward. And outward basically is just involving your community. Build a sense of ownership through your communication, that those members of the community are valued and that they have an important role 
inside of this athletic department. From the very beginning, you've heard me say this, that our athletic department is built off of four different groups. Your coaches, your players, the athletic director and administration, and then your community. You can't have a solid athletic department unless you have built a strong communication line with your community, giving them ownership, giving them a sense of understanding that what they say has an impact on the department. That can be a very positive thing and that can be a very negative thing. And in times where it's positive, let's, let's celebrate that. And the times when the communication is negative, let's have a conversation about that. Let's explain why that you know, isn't necessarily going to help what it is that I think you're trying to get out of the negative comment. That's where I think the line of communication can absolutely grow when we go out into the community so that others understand this is kind of our thought process. This is, this is what the way we think and the way we feel about certain things. And then finally, no matter who it is that you're speaking to, I'm going to circle back to this for as long as I do this or involved in the field of education. I think that it is important to be genuine. Your communication has to be from a place where you are sincere about what you say. I'm going to I'm going to use the phrase that I'm sure you've all heard before, but it really rings true here, you know, say what you mean, mean what you say. If that's the way that you approach each and every line of communication or conversation or opportunity to speak about what's going on in the athletic department, people are going to have a better understanding what your core values and what you believe is important, not just as far as an athletic department, but the expectations of your coaches, community, and your athletes. So we've talked a lot about how the the AD can help in these situations, build a better line of communication. But again, this line of communication goes both ways. So there are some things that I want to talk about as far as our community. How can you help build a better line of communication in our athletic department? And really the first thing I want you to remember is that if you are a parent or a guardian or someone that is you know in charge of one of the student athletes here, remember this in your line of communication in that Your focus is on the protection and the well-being of that one student athlete. As an athletic director, our focus is on the thousand. Not saying, again, from a place of sincerity, we are not saying, I am not saying that we are not invested in what is important to you, your student athlete, and your little part of the world. But a lot of the decisions and a lot of things that go into this are made with the idea of how can we help the thousand student athletes. It's not necessarily an individualized athletic department, if that makes sense. The next thing I'll say is, is as a community member, when is it that you communicate? Are you communicating only when you're upset about something? Are you communicating when there's something positive? Are you being proactive in your communication? If you know that something is coming up, and it's something that we can think about and prepare for, are you having those conversations? Are you reaching out to the people that it may help and that it may benefit? Again, some of you are doing fantastic things as far as that's concerned, staying involved, staying in line with the communication, all of that stuff absolutely 100% helps build a better line of communication. And I think that the best way for most of us to understand that is 
by looking into what we call our booster club. Our booster club has not been one of the better represented groups, I'd say, in the past few years. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of our community members are focusing on what's going on right then and there. Again, I'm going back to the line of communication about being proactive, not reactive. The Booster Club is an excellent opportunity, I think, for the athletic director to build lines of communication through all sports. You're not saying one thing to the football team and then saying another thing to the debate team. And then when we finally get to spring, you say something to boys soccer in a totally different manner than it was before. In a booster club, that is an excellent opportunity to start building those lines of communication that are coming from the athletic director, your main source of information, out through those community members and into each of those departments. The more that you can do that, the more we can start trying to build towards an ideal and a value that is seen throughout all of our department and all of our programs. So I'm just saying, give that some thought as far as uh, being a member of the community. How can we be involved? When is it that we're communicating? I think that if we can find a way to get a core group of people that are invested into the athletic department, you're going to then see the benefits of that as a department because they're going to then be able to explain, provide information, and help people better understand some of the things that maybe they didn't know before, which in turn is really all that we want to do because the goal is, as always, making sure that we're providing and giving our best to all of our student-athletes. Well, I think I'm going to stop there. Um, I think that there's a lot more things that we could probably talk about, but I think this is a good starting point, at least as it being concerned as far as building a line of communication. So just some final thoughts, I guess, is that, again, whether you are a parent, whether you are an athlete or a coach or just someone that needs to have something communicated, the first and thing I'm going to tell all of you is, is no matter what it is, come from a place of sincerity. Come from a place where this is, this is going to be an open and an honest conversation. Say what you mean, mean what you say, right? I'm going to tell you, there's been, this year has been a very full year. I'm going to call it full for right now. And when I say full, that means, you know, Time-wise, that means emotionally, that means, you know, good times, bad times. It's just been a very full fall season. But one of the things that I'm just going to say now is that I have, you know, spent a lot of time preparing and getting ready for games and helping with concession stands and things like that. And I'm literally about to go now to do the exact same thing. And I'm really excited about it because... I'm about to go have meaningful and important conversations with four or five of some of the most fantastic ladies that I have ever met that have spent their time and invested their time into the athletic department, into these young men and young women. And I sincerely hope that they have understood and appreciated from me how, how much I value what it is that they do. And I'm only saying that because I would have never had an opportunity to speak or talk to these women 
unless they had taken the time and the initiative to build a line of communication, to find a way to help. And we have figured out what works together well for us. For, you know, I don't know how many weeks now, it is a sincere pleasure to be able to talk and and work with these ladies. And that's something I think we can help grow in this community because there are so many ways that we can build lines of communication and help. But no matter what it is that we do, it needs to come from a good place, from a good you know thought as far as we want to do what's best for these young men and these young women. I am extremely grateful for them, but I also want them to know and you to know, hopefully that after this time that I have communicated well enough to them how valued they are as a part of our athletic department. And athletic directors, don't forget, like you said, sports are fun. Don't forget to talk about sports. Don't forget to talk to your athletes about sports, your families about sports, your coaches about sports. No one really wants to talk about paperwork or this new thing that we're putting out or how we can you know, make sure that we have our physicals and all of our lists located in the same spot. Like the paperwork part of this isn't why we got into this. Remember why we get into this. Remember why people come to the games, why athletes participate, because sports are fun. Talk about sports. Talk about those things with the people in your community because they're going to value those just as much as you are. And lastly, it is an 80s job to make sure that all of our communication lines are strong. Does not mean that they have to be positive does mean that they have to be valued, they have to be sincere, and they have to be open. Those lines of communication are not going to just magically show up. You have to put the work in, you have to put the effort into it, because this is definitely a two-way street. And then finally, you, under the same idea, as an athletic director, please remember, you cannot make this work all by yourself. If I ever become an athletic director one day, I think that's the one big thing I'm going to have to go back to and listen to from this episode. You cannot do this alone. You have to do it with the support of others. You have to do it through the lines of communication that you have built in this position. You're going to be able to make better decisions that help more of your athletes if you know the things that your community knows as well. Do not try and do this on your own. And lastly, that is exactly why we want to end it this way, because I need to rely on you to help me spread the word. I know you've heard it before, and I know that it's probably not going to be the last time you hear it again. But please, please, please keep those lines of communication open. And I'm going to end this line of communication by reminding you that if you did not hear it today, you've heard it now. Don't forget, we all have what it takes to be an athlete.